Well, this next and final song is going to be one that has made me pretty famous over the last few years. Um, it has took me a lot of places I didn't think I would be at. But it was the first time on stage, New Year's Eve 2002. Ever since uh, then, we've had competitions. I've worn him out. Um, not to make me look good or anything, but that's what happened. It's called Looking for City. Looking for a city built above Looking for a city Where I'll never die Where the same in millions Never say goodbye There we'll meet our Savior And our loved ones too Come, the Holy Spirit Well, this next and final song is going to be one that has made me pretty famous over the last few years. Pretty famous. On this episode of The Commercial Break. Sounds like an emo song from the 90s. Sounds like, like dashboard confessionals or something. Wow. Wow. It's Was like- that for oat milk? It's like a business, but with no sales. I built a company without sales. Wow, wow, the repossessed in my house. Wow, wow, my wife married the pool boy. Yeah, I've been, in, I've been into it since the Simcole FM days. Yeah. Do you remember Simcoe FM? Oh, yes, I My do. My successful streaming radio station. I was on it. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> My friend Kemi was yeah. your co-host. <laughs> Funded by oil. <laughs> by big oil. True that's story. Right. <laughs> True story. <laughs> or funded by bullshit. I'm not sure which one, how it all went yeah, down. Yeah, that's any, anyway. Are those boots? Do you know the band? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not really. <laughs> of course I do. Yeah. Of course I do. Can you get me I'm gonna get six? front stage. Did you mean backstage? No, I mean front stage. I got front stage passes. <laughs> I got front stage passes. <laughs> hey man, you passed out these flyers. We need front stage passes <laughs> all day long. <laughs> the next episode of the commercial break starts now. Ice, ice, baby. Dun, 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 Commercial break, baby. No, it doesn't work like that. Doesn't. It's not as good. I'm Brian Green. This is Chrissy Hoadley, and Happy New Year! Happy New Year, Brian. Happy New Year, Chrissy. It seems like a whole our whole year is ahead of us. Yeah, that's all we got ahead of us is time, money, energy, and effort. Yeah. Well. I got at least one of those things. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know if I have any time. That's the that's the thing about life. You don't know how much time you have left. That's true. So why true. not waste it here in this studio talking to you, yes. fine people out there? <laughs> <laughs> 
It's basically us talking to each other and laughing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we don't have a ton of interaction going. I mean, we don't have any interaction in the studio. But that's why it's gonna. That's why it's gonna be a good idea, I think, to take the clubhouse and do an episode. Yeah. A bonus episode. We'll still do the regular episode from the studio, but then do a bonus episode where we record live and give people the opportunity to jump up and, and talk to us. Yeah. yeah. Ask us anything. Yeah. And, I, you know, I'm sure we're going to get a couple of haters. That's okay. We'll, we'll roll yeah. with it. You know? Yeah. And not everyone. We're not everyone. You know you've made it when you've got haters. Cup of potato soup. <laughs> <laughs> when people are hate listening, that's when you really know you've yes. made it. So go to tcbpodcast.com, tcbpodcast.com, and you can listen to all the episodes. You can see all the episodes that are on YouTube. Subscribe to YouTube if you care to do so. At The Commercial Break on Instagram, you can follow Chrissy and I on Clubhouse if you're there. At Brian Green, B-R-Y-A-N-G-R-E-E-N, at Chrissy, uh, T-C-B Chrissy. That's mm-hmm. with a K-R-I-S-S-Y. To the and, Y. Yeah, and then follow us and you'll be notified when we're getting ready to do those mm-hmm. live episodes recorded on uh, Clubhouse, which is just a fantastic application I've been spending a lot of time on. Yeah. Yeah, it's a match made in heaven, I think, podcasting and Clubhouse. I think the two go, they're like, you know, bread and butter. And if you need an invite, hot dog, got some extras. Hot dog and bun. Hot dog and bun. Chachi and Joni. Do you know who Chachi and Joni were? Mm-hmm. Who were they? Were they from um, uh, Happy the, Days? Happy Days. Monday, yeah. Tuesday, Happy Days. Thursday, Friday, Happy Days. Sunday, Saturday, Sunday. Spending all week with you. These days are ours. These happy days. Oh, happy days. These days are ours. These happy days are yours and mine. Happy days. Yeah. Yeah. Where everyone was a virgin. And people, except for the Fonz, oh, he, knew he wasn't. Well, we didn't know. He never really <laughs> said it, but you could just tell, yeah. by what he was packing in those tight jeans. <laughs> the ladies were all over him. Mm-hmm. He'd swing those hips and hit that jukebox, and oh, the yeah. girls would, ah, the Fonz. I'm wet in my knickers. You can't talk like that, Jackie Weaver. <laughs> Read the rules. Read the rules, Jackie Weaver. <sighs> Uh, in case you missed it, you can go back and listen to the last episode where Chrissy and I uh, dissected a Zoom call for hands mouth or hands port or hands smorth or whatever hands it was something. called. Hands something. In England, and the, they got a, a town hall or council, town council, whatever, meeting together. And Jackie Weaver, who was leading the meeting, was just ruthless. And then everyone was like, you can't do that, Jackie Weaver. You can't just throw people out, Jackie Weaver. People were mad from the start. Yeah, they were angry. Jackie, Talk about hate watching. I know. Seriously. <laughs> hate, hate interacting. Poor Jackie Weaver. What does she ever do to anybody except, except kick everybody off the Zoom call? <laughs> rightly so. Yeah, rightly so, Jackie Weaver. <laughs> I just like that name now. Jackie Weaver's a right bitch, you ask me. <laughs> so at the commercial break on Instagram, be sure you follow us. We have a link tray there, with the link tree there, which will connect to everything that you need to know, all of our uh, YouTube pages, our Patreon. And if you'd like to become a financial supporter of the Patreon of the commercial break, if you'd like to become a financial supporter of the Patreon, which is true also, you'll yes. also be paying Patreon. Uh, I would welcome it. Yeah, patreon.com slash the commercial break. Uh, uh, episode, extra episode every week. Invitations to our live events, first in line for tickets to our live shows. You are going to get it all, but all you have to do is just pay us. <laughs> You're going to get it all. All you have to do is pay us for that. <laughs> did that? Did it's I do a good job of a of, cup of coffee? Yeah, it's a cost of it's a cost of a really expensive cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah. One so Starbucks. Maybe two coffee, coffee. Yeah, one Vinti cap of fucking whatever you drink, and you're going to get all that stuff for free. Yeah. Well, not for free. You're going to pay for it. <laughs> 
Am I doing a good job of explaining this? I feel no. like I'm, I'm, I feel like I've gone to the left here a little bit on trying to convince people for Patreon. So we just got over with the Super Bowl uh, a couple of weeks ago, depending on when we're airing this. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> we just got over the Super Bowl and I don't want to talk about the Super Bowl because I don't give a shit. But what I do want to talk about is boring. Oh man. Yeah. It's boring. And you know, Tom Brady, Tom Brady wins yet another Super Bowl is yeah. not necessarily to me. I mean, I don't give a shit. Like I don't, the good guy already him. has a million rings. Yeah. I mean, good, good for, for him. him. But do I really care? No. I mean, I'm not a really a professional football guy anyway. I'd much mm-hmm. rather watch college football. Mm-hmm. And neither of those teams I care about. And I've never been like a Patriots fan or anything like that. I know who Tom Brady is. Good for him. He's married to Giselle. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Two of the most beautiful people in the world and the richest people. In the, you know, they're all, it's all, it's all yeah. a great situation to me. Whatever. But I don't care. I didn't watch this year's Super Bowl. So okay. there you go. But what I did do is I watched all of the commercials ah. from the Super Bowl. And I found one particularly disturbing and not disturbing in a way like, you know, there was anything crazy going on on the commercial. Actually, it was quite simple. It was a man in a field with a piano. Did you see this one? yes. The Oatly one? I was confused when I first saw it. It's like milk made for humans. It's like milk made for humans. Wow. 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 Sounds like an emo song from the 90s. Sounds like like dashboard confessionals or something. Wow. Wow. It's like. Was that for oat milk? It's like a business, but with no sales. (laughs) I built a company without sales. Wow. Wow, the repossessed in my house. Wow, wow. My wife married the pool boy. <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy and why is he singing? I don't know. That was- no wow. cow. No cow. No, no, no. Wow. It went from like bad to worse. It went yeah. from like dashboard confessionals into like Hall and Oates. Wow. <laughs> wow. No ca. Ha, 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 ha. I don't know who you are, Oatly guy. And I and I happen to actually have a carton of your fucking milk in my <laughs> refrigerator because my wife likes the oat milk. Mm-hmm. This is there's just, so many milks now. Yeah, there's so many milks. But this is just plain awful. Yeah. Dude. I mean, I realize... That sometimes awful gets just as much attention as good does. It actually probably gets more attention than good does because, you know, you got guys like me playing it over and over again on my podcast. And, you know, somebody's going to go look up the commercial. But what a disturbing commercial. And it's only 30 seconds long. So literally, listen to this again. This is the actual commercial. I am not editing this in any way. I do not stop the commercial. This is the entire commercial. Listen. It's like milk. Made for you. Made for you, yeah. Wow, 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 I can imagine the guy from the CEO from Oatly is like, listen, I know this sounds crazy, 
But back in the 90s, I was in my own band <laughs> called, <laughs> called the Milk Duds. That's how I came up with the name. That's how I came up with the, the, the whole thing. Okay. But, and we had this song and I've just taken it and I've reframed it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I can see the advertising executive is about to make this purchase order. And he's like, this is genius, John. This is genius. It's really. Can yeah. you play a little bit of us? <laughs> wow. Wow. No cow. And the, the guy's like, this is brilliant. But John, that song is 20, half, 20, 20 and a half minutes long. It's like a, it's like a Pink Floyd song. And, and then he goes, what are we going to do? Uh, let's just play it as long as it'll go. We'll just play the 30 seconds and just stop. That, yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't fuck with us, John. John, make a song that's 30 seconds long. Beginning, middle, end. That's it. Don't just stop halfway through. If you're going to have a bad song, let's have the whole bad song, not half the bad song. Because it was just getting good. It if was. it was going to be good, it was just getting good when you got into the Hall and Oates version of it. Yeah. When you went from dashboard <laughs> conventionals to Hall and Oates. You went from th- three-year-old playing the piano to dashboard conventionals, confessionals. Wow. Wow. No cow. <laughs> then you got into the poppy, like, you know. Here we go. One more time. It's like milk. Milk. Made for you, Oomans. He didn't even say an H. Did an H happen there? I don't think no. an H happened there. Oomans. It's like milk. Milk. That made for humans. Wow. Wow. No cow. No, no, no. Wow. 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 Oh, yeah, it's oh, listen. Okay, I'm gonna stop right now because then we're gonna be playing the Oatly song. I just gave four free Oatly commercials. Yeah. <laughs> they he, he paid CBS one million dollars to play oh, that yeah. 37, but he's paying me nothing. And I'm just, yeah, but do you see what I'm saying? Like, if he's gonna go into the you know, if he's gonna get good, like let yeah. it get good and you know, yeah. go ahead and spend the extra million bucks and buy the other 30 seconds. Yeah, that's what I 60. say. Or maybe he should have done the halftime show. I'm not. <laughs> Listen, it will probably would have been more understandable than the weekend's halfway show. Yeah. I mean, a halftime show. That was yeah. That was like a movie. It was like a weird, long music video, as far as I was concerned. Did you watch it? Yes. Yeah. I did watch it. I like it. the weekend's music. I'm I into do it. Too. Yeah, I've been mm-hmm. in I've been into it since the Sim Cole FM days. Yeah. Do you remember Sim Cole FM? Oh, yes, I My do. successful streaming radio station. I was on it. A couple yeah, yeah times. that's true. <laughs> My friend Kimmy was yeah. your co host <laughs> Funded by oil. <laughs> by big oil. True story. True story. (laughs) Or funded by bullshit. I'm not sure which one, how it all went down. Yeah, that's anyway. Anyway, have you have you been watching The Bachelor? Yes, I have. I caught up. What are your thoughts? Well, first of all, there's a reason I stopped watching it ten years ago. (laughs) Because it's formulaic, and it's the same reason that I'm hate watching it now. (laughs) Oh, really? You're hate watching it? Yeah. It's there's something. There's something sad about it with the rose ceremonies and you just don't get picked. Like you're not getting picked for a team. Ladies, you're not John, good enough. This is the final rose tonight. You're ready. <laughs> Chris Harrison. Cha-ching. Every time you hear Chris Harrison go like this. Ladies, Sean, this is the final rose tonight. You're ready. Get ready. Get ready. <laughs> get ready for what? Get ready it's to like, be dumped. Yeah. <laughs> get ready to be ghosted. Yeah, I mean, but it is one of those things where you want to know what happens. So if you 
do watch it. Yeah, You're you get involved in it. Now, watching it. It's extremely formulaic, and there's a reason why it's formulaic is because they've figured out what works, right? Yes. So there's always some lady who's going to leave and then come back, or some guy, depending on which version you're watching. Mm-hmm. They're always going to leave. They were kind of like hitting it off. They're going to come back, but they're not going to win. That doesn't happen. They don't. They're not the winners. Yeah. They're just they come back for a couple episodes. They're like and a then, little yeah. agitation, that's, a little drama. That's right. There's Spice. always the there's always the the mole. There's always someone oh, who God. who the producers put in there yeah. who either they know is mentally unstable and going to cause drama. Yeah. Like this season, there's a woman on there that's extremely mentally. Yeah, is, is that what they call her? The queen. Mm. I, I haven't she watched all the episodes. The yeah, the queen. She is extraordinarily mentally unstable. Yeah, and it's so much so that I think that. So I think there's some years when they're mentally unstable, and the producers know it and pick them on purpose. Yeah, and then there's some years when I actually think that they're act or some seasons when I actually think they're actresses Actor. or actors. Yes, they have to be. Right. There's no way they come in. Nobody comes in acting like that. Yeah. No one. No, I, listen, I know there are shit stirrers out there and there are people who make uh, life miserable for the, all those around them because they get high entertainment out of it or because that's just the people that they are. Right. But I find it hard to believe that the producers would they would get past the producer's eye like they wouldn't see yeah. that right off the bat. No. You know, they're making a conscious decision to do that. Absolutely. Well, because if you had just a bunch of normal people sitting around, you know, going on dates What's the drama in that? Yeah. And so it's always the same to me. Like they come in, there's obviously a few connections, you know, a few connections hit right off the bat. Every time they have one of these cocktail parties, there's someone's fighting for attention from someone else. Someone's always getting too much attention. Someone never Mm -hmm. got enough attention. They're always having the same conversations. The girls are always talking with that fucking vocal fry, which I, I, you know what vocal fry is? No. I, Uh. I, uh, my dad and I had a big argument when I was 13. I had to go to therapy for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, wow. I'm so glad you went deep with me tonight. Yeah, you were vulnerable. Yeah, you were vulnerable. And that's all I've been asking uh-huh. for this entire process. I, I came in here open yeah. and ready to find my wife. And all I wanted was someone to be vulnerable and open. Mm-hmm. And you did that tonight. You, you get did a rose. That get a rose <laughs> ladies sean this is the final rose tonight you're ready <laughs> every conversation is basically the same every time they get down and they sit down you know they have a, they have an individual date so yeah. those of you have not seen the show there's a reason why it's the most popular show mm-hmm. on television and i know i'm not the only guy out there watching this show there's whole like oh, guy watching parties that guys have yeah hit. For yeah, 20 years, 25 years, something like that. 25 seasons. So I think yeah, 25, yeah, seasons. 25 seasons. So I think it's been close to 20 years. But mm-hmm. it, 20 guys or 20 girls walk into the room. There's one bachelor or bachelorette. They tend to be, you know, people that are promoted heavily. They're very good looking human beings. And they're looking for their husband or wife, quote unquote. The whole point at the end of the show is to get engaged. <laughs> but they eliminate people as they go along. And how they eliminate them is they give the ones they want to keep a rose and the ones who don't get a rose then get asked to leave the show. Right off the bat, they eliminate like seven of them. Like the first episode, yeah. seven people go. And then the next episode, another seven people go. So by the time you get to episode number five, the seasons are rather short. You get to episode number five, there's only like five or six people left. Mm-hmm. When you get to three or four, depending on which season it is, then you get what's called the, what is it called? Hometown. The hometowns where you go and you meet the families, Mm -hmm. but then you get the overnight stays, which are the, what are they called? The bachelor pad or something? I I don't know what it's called, but they give them the key (laughs) to the honeymoon suite, essentially. Uh And they say, you know, they give them the choice. Hey, if you want to go. And so one girl, one time she got plowed by all three bachelors in one night. What? Yeah. What was her name? Uh, 
The one with the, the pilot Pete or whatever it was. Do you remember her? Oh, you didn't watch that one. No, okay. I haven't watched it. This is the first time I'm watching it. But it's in always 10 years. the same bullshit. They go out on these group dates, which is all of them going on a date together, and they do some kind of like physical activity that makes it has nothing, no bearing on love or relationships whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. They ask them there to get naked. Yeah. yeah. He's like chopping wood. Oh, yeah. He's with chopping no shirt wood. on. <laughs> Being healthy is important to me. I'm really self aware and I'm very health conscious. I want my wife, I want my wife to be aware of her body too. So I've decided to take her out in the woods today and chop some wood, oiled up with some Vaseline. And if you could get some close-ups of my nipples, I'd appreciate it. He's like this incredibly handsome black guy who's just like, you know, Mm -hmm. as fit as a fiddle, right? Oh, yeah. Just like me. Fit as a fiddle. Same body type right here. (laughs) You guys could be twins. Same body type right here. (laughs) So... uh, so then, you know, he's out in the woods, he's chopping wood, and then the girls chopping wood, chopping wood, literally. Yeah. And then they go and they have dinner. And when they have dinner, it's the same fucking conversation every time. Just listen. Just listen. Here's how the conversation mm-hmm. goes. I'm so glad I have an opportunity to spend this time with you tonight. You know, I've really wanted this the whole time. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate you picking me for this date. So tell me about yourself. Well, when I was two years old, I... I got an M&M stuck in my nose and the doctors had to take it out. And just for the rest of my time, I have had to have some therapy. It was a really traumatic experience. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. They say their S is like that. And they, and they, they have this, this tear in their throat. Ah. <laughs> right. And then every time without fail, the bachelor, the bachelorette. Thank you for being vulnerable. Yes. That's all, I, that's all I've asked for up. in this process mm-hmm. is being vulnerable. That's it. And then there's always some drama maker, like this emotionally unstable one, Mm -hmm. right? And there's always a sit down with the dramas, the people who are causing drama in the house, the bachelor, the bachelorette. I came here to find love, not for drama. And I've asked them to to be transparent and vulnerable. And this is not what I want. And so they sit down with them and they're, you know, they always ask them a bunch of questions like, who started this? I don't want anybody talking, you know, and then they're like, listen, this is not the way to my heart. I didn't ask for this. And without a doubt, every time. So let's say there's two people in the room that are making trouble, but one of them is really the troublemaker and the other one is just kind of happens to be like, one is bullying and one is the person that's bullied. And they both go in the room for a sit down chat with Chris fucking Harrison and the goddamn bachelor. <laughs> and then guess who gets kicked off the show? The person who was bullied without fail yes, every time. Yeah, it's very true. The troublemaker always stays. Mm-hmm. Almost to the last episode, the troublemaker yeah. stays because they know that's the show. That's yeah. it. That's the show. It's the drama. Because true love it's not that fucking interesting. Like, you know what, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so fun fact yeah. on this whole series is that one of the major producers of this is Heidi Fleiss's brother. And I went to her ha- his house one time. Heidi Fleiss, park. the prostitute? Yeah. Well, the madam? Mm-hmm. Well, I think she was turning tricks his herself, is, too. His name is Mike Fleiss. Michael Fleiss? Uh-huh. And, wow. Um, if you watch The Bachelor, you'll see him listed at the end. And I went to a party at his house one Did time. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, my best Was there, like, a LA. bunch of tail just hanging around there? Like, was it was just, like, a what, like a, like a scene out of a yeah, movie? Yeah, it had this beautiful, you know, view of the, I think we were in Malibu or oh, something. Oh, wow. Malibu's gorgeous. It was gorgeous. Just, it was crazy. Wow. So, yeah. How did you get hooked up with? <laughs> My best friend lived out there. Oh, Mary? Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. And she met him and then you guys Well, connected? it was a friend of a friend and we got yeah, invited yeah. to the party and yeah. So. Did they ask you to be on The Bachelor? <laughs> no. No? Thank God I would never be on that show. Would you have met Jeff on The Bachelor? Like if you had walked into a 
If you were the bachelorette or Jeff was the bachelor, would the two of you have connected, do you think? I think so. You'd like to think so. I would like to think so. But it's hard. It's so weird on there. I mean, it's just, it's so weird. <laughs> it's just a weird situation. It's a totally but I strange wish situation. The best. I yeah. wish the best and wish love like a Care Bear heart. <laughs> heart beaming but do you actually like do you actually think this these people are falling in love with each other i think it's happened sometimes yes right like the last season the bachelorette didn't even make it through episode number one and she was already hooking up with some they already off that they already went off the the set but my thought is is that if you put 20 women in a room even if astrid was one of them i think it would be really hard to figure out in a short truncated amount of time who your soulmate is (laughs) that's you groom that shit over years right you put a bunch of beautiful women in a room and it's just like throwing darts at the dartboard i mean you're just looking to hit something (laughs) so disingenuous and then they all say they want to get you know i want to get ready to settle down i want to get engaged meanwhile none of them not one of them has stayed together yeah break the rules jackie weaver (laughs) you can't just date everybody I'll start in the rule book, Jackie Weaver. <laughs> you also can't be a cat. <laughs> Hi, Judge. It's me. I'm not a cat. I'm ready to proceed. I'm ready to proceed. I'm live. I'm not a cat. So, but I do have to say that I, I am addicted to kind of the dating show, like all the dating yes. shows. I am addicted to them. And I, so I go through well, phases. The 90-day fiance that you got me. Going down that path yeah, was day crazy. So I decided. Listen, I think I, uh, during the pandemic, I've kind of watched all the dating shows, the current ones that there could that I'm interested in, right? So I decided, let me go back and look at some of the ones that got me started oh, in dating shows yeah. altogether. And one of the shows that I I am very fond of watching right now on YouTube, and they have two thousand six hundred episodes. So I think I could be watching these forever and never see the same one twice. Is the Love Connection? Do you Ooh, remember the Love Connection back in the eighties? We'll be back in two, two and two. two. Chuck, Chuck Woolery. Woolery. Yeah, it was a fucking shit bag. Now, yeah. by the way, total shit bag. But anyway, that's disappointing. A, yeah, it's, it's really disappointing. But that's a different conversation yeah. for a different day. But you remember the love connection? It was great. Yeah. They would tally up the votes. Because the audience voted. The audience voted, right? The audience voted. Here's how it went. For those of you who weren't even alive at this time. Back in the 80s. This started off as a local Los Angeles show and quickly got picked up and went at five days a week. The show would be on. And here it is, a 30-minute show, so it's real quick. Basically, uh, man and, and three women or woman and three men mm-hmm. would be put together. The man or the woman would pick somebody to go out on a blind date with, or they would allow the audience to choose somebody to go on a blind date with. So yeah. it would work either way, right? And so they would basically give like a – the guy would watch some of these videotapes and he would say – Those videos yeah, are funny too. I know. The videos are hilarious. <laughs> so the guy would say, I want to go out with, you know, ba- you know this – Number two. Number two, whatever. right? And so they'd go on a blind date and then a couple of weeks later they'd come back to the show and they would be asked to give their version of what happened. Oh, now, yeah. That's right. Yeah, about 50% of the time <laughs> it went well. About 50% of the time it was a shit show. Right. And the funny – the crazy thing about the, the Love Connection when I watch it now is – when they were going on these dates, they were picking each other up from their houses. Yes. Uh, you would never do that in the year yes, 2021. Correct. Never <laughs> would you allow a person that you don't know mm-hmm. to show up at your house. They'd like show up at the house. They'd get changed. You know, they'd go to the beach and then they'd get changed yes, at their houses. that's right. <laughs> like, you go to jail if you ask somebody to come back to your house and change these days. I mean, the dating rules are completely... Yes. It's funny how 
backwards we have become so quickly. Like people were trusting back then. They just, yeah, yeah. come over to my house, pick me up. You know, we'll have a couple, we'll have a glass of wine and Probably then we'll go out. Go the out. Yep. This is back when you would actually have like a date that would last the day instead yes. of a date that lasts 15 minutes. And then, you know, you ghost to them while they, they pay the bill. Right? <laughs> it's, so it's, it's it. It's like you have no fucking chance these days. I mean, listen, I have I have some friends. I have some close people to me that are still that are not still single, but are single. And they're going through the gamut. And they're going yeah. on like three or four dates a week. Yes. And it's just a nightmare of fucking stories that well, are happening. The, our culture is so now ingrained in instant, instant, instant. Yeah, it's like you're it's, swiping left yes. in real life. It's like if you don't yeah. like somebody, the girl will leave before she even finishes the first cocktail. She'll be, I have yeah. to go to the bathroom. Yeah. I'll be right back. And then they never come back. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, fuck it. Don't worry about it. You know, whatever. I just got ghosted. Find another. You got ghost. <laughs> You got ghosts. <laughs> That's so crazy to me. I can't imagine yeah. not at least giving somebody a drink's worth of, of conversation yeah. or maybe even a Some, night. A, a meal. Yeah. You know, something like that. So this but. is a whole blind date show. Here's, <laughs> but, but they did have their creepy people too. Listen to this. This is, this is just the <laughs> introduction. Did. I'm not going to play the whole show. It, it, quite frankly, some of it is visual. And so it's really hard to translate, but listen. And you know, next guest, he enjoys all types of music and loves the dance. He says that he's been misreading signals and has uh, had to slow down lately. And he claims that uh, his part-time job is a great way to meet women. Please welcome Ray Bennett. Ray Bennett. Ray Bennett, by the way, has a rat tail like they were back in the 80s. Yes. He, he's about five foot one. He, he weighs nothing, right? He comes out with an over, like a shirt that's seven sizes too big for him. Uh, stonewashed jeans with a big belt that's pulled up to his chest and boots that are untied and and he's just like you know workman boots. He's a character. So this. So you have this great job that helps you meet women. Yeah. Actually, are you a bartender, or a disc no, jockey, or a what? Better. What? Better. No. Better. Um, I'm part time. I uh, promote for rock and roll bands on the Sunset Strip, and uh, I just have the option of just meeting women all day long. Yeah. <laughs> all day All day long. Yeah. All day Chuck long. Yeah. yeah, Chuck's like, yeah, I've heard that one before. <laughs> By the way, what is promoting bands part-time on the Sunset set, sun set Strip Do mean? you think he knows Nikki Six? Yeah, by the probably. <laughs> He's probably getting texts from Nikki Six, too. Nikki Six, too. I think promoting bands, it, and it's it, it bears out, but my personal opinion is uh, promoting bands on the Sunset Strip means you're handing out flyers for free, t- for free tickets to yes, the show. Yes, yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Promoting rock and roll bands on the Sunset Strip. Yeah, you know, like at Gazards or places like, what is it? Uh, Gazaris, the Troubadour, the Rocks, you so know, just out, passing out flyers all day long. Passing out flyers. <laughs> By the way, I heard that clip before, so I knew that that was coming. But even when I heard it the first time, I I just looked at him and I thought the Sunset Strip back in 1984, you know, what you got is like it's a Tuesday afternoon and someone's about to play the 3 p.m. slot at the Whiskey A Go Go where no one is. I'm like, hey man, you want to pass these out and give you some free tickets to the show? All day long. All day long. Listen to the cockiness of this. Day long. Is he doing a snap too? Uh, he? Yeah, he's no, he's going to cocking his head like all day long. He's got that head snap. Uh-huh. But listen, rat tail flowing in the wind. Rat tail flowing in the wind. Never seen Dennis Thin's life. <laughs> Never seen a dentist not one time. 
Uh, have, have any of these women that you've met ever turned into a serious relationship, or is it all just kind of superficial? It's, it's, it's superficial, but got to tell you, it's, if I've had like 40 or 50 like, one-night stands. All day long. Yeah. Oh, my God, this guy. By the way, no, he has not. Those are called prostitutes. When you pay for them, they're not one-night stands. They're hookers. Just meeting these women on a strip. Listen to the audience. The audience doesn't even know what to make of this guy because he's right. like, he's what? coming up and he's like, I've had 40 or 50 one night stand just passing out flyers just, on the sunset. That's strip. all you have to do. Yeah. Meanwhile, when I start passing out flyers on the sunset, he's like a flyer to this. No, I want to suck your dick. <laughs> Who cares about the show? All day. Uh, <laughs> I don't care about this show. You're the you're the five foot one man I've always wanted. <laughs> Are those boots? Do you know the band? Yeah, <laughs> not re- of course I do. Yeah, of course I do. Can you get me into? I'm gonna get sense? front stage. Did you mean backstage? No, I mean front stage. I got front stage passes. <laughs> I got front stage passes. <laughs> hey man, you pass out these flowers and we get front stage passes all day long. <laughs> Hey, you want to go see China's Milk with, you know, uh, a mother tit bone later on? <laughs> no, but I want to attack you like a tiger. What are you? What are you? Four foot nine? <laughs> Where do you live? Yeah. When, when's the last time you watched that hair? <laughs> a month ago? I love you. Do you own a toothbrush? I want to suck your dick. Do you even have a shower where you live? <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. or Ray is the kind of guy who takes advantage of women. Like, Mm -hmm. I can get you a free ticket if you suck my dick. Right. That's probably more like what's happening. Correct. Well, I won't ask you to define that. I just uh, (laughs) take your word. And you say you had to slow down. Yeah, uh, usually because I'm... Usually because of the chlamydia. (laughs) (laughs) Usually because of herpes, but you know... (laughs) Just a little while. Yeah. I just take a little break. I just take a break. I pass out less flyers. (laughs) Well, he's only doing it part time. He's only doing it part time. What is he doing the other part time? I got to guess. He's probably taking penicillin. He's probably living at home with his mom. Yes. With these women, I'm usually a very aggressive person, but uh, I usually now, over the years, I'll let them do the initiating. Because, you know, I've been slapped like a couple of times. It's like, whammo, whammo. <laughs> whammo. <laughs> that is an 80s term all day long. Whammo, whammo. <laughs> all day long. Yeah. Hey, baby. It's me, Ray, <laughs> the part-time hater-outer. <laughs> Do you want to go to the Whiskey A Go-Go tonight? Actually, it's not for tonight. And it's see three. <laughs> the electric butterfly. That's <laughs> it's not for today. It's, it's it's they're going they're on right now they're on right now they're on right now it's nine o'clock in the morning i know it's a, but i know these guys they're super great do you want to go electric butterfly yeah. but listen before you do would you mind sucking my dick whammo whammo <laughs> i had to slow down i was getting arrested too much i had to slow down i'm on the fbi's most wanted list <laughs> I I just slow down. I was giving away too many front stage passes. <laughs> oh my god! 
And they're sitting there going, I go, what'd you do that for? He goes, I'm not ready for it. Did you notice that he said he? He said he. He said, what what are you doing that for? He said. I'm wondering if Ray maybe swings both ways. Hey, listen, with a guy like Ray. Well, there's so much to go around. He's just getting head. (laughs) He's getting head all day long. You never know. I mean, guy, girl. What does it matter? It's the swing in the 80s. It doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Little comedian never killed anybody. Or it's all just like, I let them do the initiating. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, Ray, man. So anyway, love connection. Well, how does it, did they make a love connection to Ray? You know, here's the funny thing. So I thought this is just I a mean, train wreck. I mean, if I was wreck. on that show, I would be like, specifically, do not match me do up not, with someone yeah. I do like not Ray. want Ray. Yeah. I do not want Ray. I just put on the, I, in my video, I'd be like, I like long walks on the beach, great dinners, wonderful conversation, anybody but Ray. Yeah, yep. Nobody like Ray. <laughs> yeah. Please minus the cattails. <laughs> Uh, or what are they? Yeah, cat tail. Rat tail. Like, rat tail. Rat tail. <laughs> uh, by the way, I had a little tiny, like rat tails were a thing. And oh, yeah. for those of you that don't know, you know, because they're back in style almost now, right? Rat tails are just this little strand of hair that would hang out <laughs> in the back. But some people like made them like really long. And, yeah. You know, but it, but then they have shaved on the side, so it looked strange. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> it was a thing back in the 80s. People loved rat tails. I mean, these kids were running around with yeah. rat tails all over the place. So I thought I'd get a rat tail, right? So I, my mom was – my dad was like, no. But my mom was like, I'll let you grow it out just a little bit. So it was like an inch or an inch and a half long. Yeah. And I, even at that age, even at eight, I was like, uh, I think I'll pass on the rat tail. That's yeah, not for it's me. not a good look. No, it's not a good look. So, have you been on a blind date? You've never been on a blind date. I think you mentioned this in another conversation. Yeah, no, I haven't. I have been on three blind dates, all you know, associated with the application Tinder. Uh huh. And uh, they well, weren't... is that a blind date if you're going if you're actually picking each other? Well, Isn't a blind talk... date when somebody else sets you up? No, I think. Well, I I guess you can't set yourself up on a blind date, can you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to go on a blind date? <laughs> Unless it's like a blind person, then, you know, then you're truly going on a blind date. But no, I guess you're right about that. But, mm-hmm. well, I mean, listen, on Tinder, there was a person you hadn't met. A person before. I had never met okay. and had very little interaction with right. in the first place. <laughs> and all three of them were all a train wreck. Day but all long. day long. Uh, and so you can go back and listen to There's episodes where I talk about it. But one of them ended up in a oh, tree. That's right. yep. And the other one, we got kicked out of a bar because she was trying to follow me into the bathroom to have sex. Yeah. But so I was, then I decided, let me flirt around the internet and see what the kids are up to these days. What's good blind dating advice? Uh-huh. And I found this guy named Matt Hussey is his name. Oh, Mr. Hussey. Mr. Hussey. <laughs> <laughs> all day I do long. declare. I do declare. <laughs> It gives some dating advice to the kids, and I want—I just want to listen, you, you to listen to how horrible. I, I think you're going to agree with me on this. He sounds serious. He sounds like he knows what the fuck he's talking about, but I actually think he's making this shit up as he goes along. You okay. ready? Yeah. Here's here's there's three pieces of advice he gives people to make dating go smoother. Here's number one. I have three quick ways for you to do this. The first one is touch early and often. Matt, 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 Matt. Uh, what the fuck are you tricky. talking about? You don't go walk in. I, listen, I understand maybe what he's talking about is that a way like, of flirting like is... touch yeah, on the arm. Touch on the arm, touch on the leg. No, no leg touch. In the vagina. No, no, <laughs> no, no, that's, no not that's not what I meant. Because I could see no some... face yeah. touching, hair touching. It really honestly would just s- only be arm. Yeah, arm. That's front, it. Front, the, arm. the forearm. Or, yeah, or maybe if you like things are getting... Like you know that there's a connection there, maybe the back, right? Yeah. Yes. Maybe. Or maybe. maybe the back, like if you're walking together, the back. Maybe. Maybe you want to grab hands. But here's the fucking thing. Don't touch early and often. No. That's a fucking early really bad idea. Often. Yeah, you don't know who this person is, and you're creeping them out by yes. touching them all over the place. I don't care what you look. Well, maybe it has, it has to do something. <laughs> maybe if you're hot, you can touch me all you want. 
But if you look like me, you don't go touching around people. I have three quick ways for you to do this. The Listen first this. one is touch early and often. Now, what most people do, the mistake they make is they say, I don't know this person very well, and I certainly don't want to seem too keen, so I'm not going to get very most tactile people are with right. this person. Most people are right. <laughs> that's that's right. Good. Yeah, that's a good, yeah, you, uh-huh. you've got a good head on your shoulders yeah. if you think that. You leave it before introducing touch, the more awkward touch becomes. So now, what? I mean, for a guy, the most painstaking, horrible scenario is when you've barely touched the woman <laughs> throughout the entire day. That's and the then most at the end, you want to kiss her. <laughs> the most painful thing that you can do in a date is when you go to kiss her and you haven't even had your hand in her vagina yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you haven't even. You haven't t- made inappropriate touching. That's right. When you haven't, all s- night long. you haven't even seen her nipples and now you're expected <laughs> to give her a kiss. It's really, quite frankly, it's, it's embarrassing. It's the most painful thing. It's embarrassing. Thing. <laughs> You can't just do that, Jackie Weaver. You can't just kiss without touching my balls first. Read the rules, Jackie Weaver. That's very painful. Here's advice. Here's here's no. Do you see where 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 Matt's giving horrible advice yes. here? He's asking people to basically assault people yes. before they even know who they are. Yeah, the second thing is don't sit opposite each other. So don't be in that. No. This makes this makes to me makes no sitting, say, fucking sense. Is he sense. condoning sitting on the same side he's of con- a booth? He's condoning sitting on the same side of the no, booth. No, I don't even do that with Jeff. There's I don't. No e- I don't do it with Astrid. I, I mean, on occasion, I do it with Astrid. Of like, if there's a TV or we want to watch well, something, right. or if you know, if we're get, if we're like you know having an am- amorous moment, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey baby slide over hey baby can I touch you early slide and often a, yeah, slide, slide on over. over this is the most listen to this just listen the to second this. listen to the 45 don't seconds don't sit opposite each other so don't be in that place where you go for a meal or even when you're at a table at a bar and you sit completely opposite each other facing each other like it's a mirror reflection immediately you end up creating awkwardness because of course when there's a silence there's nowhere for you to look when someone's directly in front of what? you and there's a silence. First of all, like, are you This gonna, makes you, no you, sense no, whatsoever. Like the whole time you're going to have to be. Well, first of all, I would never allow that. Yeah. I would never even no. allow it if someone no. tried to sit next to me. I wouldn't. Like, no. I don't care how hot you are. No. I would just be like, I don't want to turn my. I'm going to get a crick in my right. neck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get a crick in my. I've got a bad back and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, he's saying that. If you have an awkward silence when you're staring at each other, then that's a bad thing. It's awkward. But if you have an awkward silence when you're staring, I think there's going to create awkward silences when you're staring out. And so listen. Talk about awkward if you're sitting next to that person and they've got their hands all over you. (laughs) I mean. They've got their hand up your dress. They're sitting next to you. He's asking, he's asking someone to finger bang you on the same side of the booth the first second they meet you. Look anywhere in order to actually create this moment of why well, I'm distracted you can look at your phone but then that seems rude you can't look over his shoulder or to your left whereas if you're sitting either adjacent to someone or next to them in like a park bench style you're allowed, you can watch the world together it's almost like your people watch park bench oh, style Matt Matt park bench style park bench style okay <laughs> What if you're sitting at like meet a... Meet me at the park. Yeah, at I'd the park. like to touch you oh. early and often. Oh, by the way, that's his, that's and... his third piece of advice <laughs> is to go outside if, you, if you're painfully shy. What if you're at like a four-cornered oh. table? What do you do? Just slide right in next to him? You think the awkward silence is going to be there regardless if you're sitting next to them. Or, I mean, quite There's quickly. plenty of things yeah. that can fill up 45 minutes worth of a dinner together. <laughs> plenty. Plenty. 
Where do you come? Write from? some questions Where, what down. What do you do? Absolutely. What's I, I have never. What do you think about this? It's you know. But I think you and I are blessed in in one way, and that is we never are at a loss <laughs> for words. <laughs> we never That's run true. out of things to say. That is true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just look at our podcast. <laughs> We're forty eight episodes in, and I'm <laughs> still going. Here's number three, which I think is quite frankly just like the icing on the cake. This is I can understand how some people who actually are having trouble in their dating life would take this advice and think that this is good advice. No, no, no. Don't sit next to somebody. Do not touch them early and often. When, when you are starting to receive the social cues, that flirtation is going on, that's when you touch. And that shouldn't be at first. That should be way down the line, like an hour or two or six drinks in. Mm-hmm. That's when, and a touch, like a touch on the shoulder, a touch on the back, yeah. a touch on the arm. Not, not anywhere else. Not anywhere else. Not anywhere else. The other places are no-go zones. Me, my okay. toe. Yeah. And when it's time to kiss at the end of the date, you'll you'll know <laughs> your toe. <laughs> Can I lick your feet? Hi, my name's Brian. I'm your divine date. Can I lick your feet? Awkward yeah. silence. Matt Hussey told me to touch <laughs> awkward silence. <laughs> if you want to create awkward silence, touch early and often. Touch early and often. That's the worst dating advice I've ever heard. Do something that involves you actually having some level of external focus. And I'm going to say this bluntly. The worse you are at conversation, the more external focus you need. No, 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 Matt. Listen, <laughs> the worse you are at external conversation, the less you should be dating. Right? If you can't talk externally. Yeah. Yeah. You shouldn't it, keep on. Let me keep going. Do okay. something that involves you actually having some level of external focus. And I'm going to say this bluntly. The worse you are at conversation, the more external focus you need. So if you're amazing at conversation, you can take someone into the corner of a quiet bar and you can talk all night and create this amazing connection through your conversation. If you're someone who's a little more nervous and you know that it takes you a little while to warm up, you have to do something where there's external activity. Now, that might be something on the more extreme end of, say, a museum where there's tons of external activity or a comedy show where you're both focused on something outside of yourselves. Listen, that's not a date. You're taking, if you go on a blind date and you take someone to a comedy show, that's not a date. That is you going, yeah. you going to a show together with somebody. Yeah. If you're going to go to a park bench so you don't have to stare someone in the eyes because that makes you uncomfortable. <laughs> park like, style. I know. Okay, okay. Maybe I get Gangnam that. Style. Yeah, oh. a gangnam style. Gangnam style. park bench style. Hey, 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 it's nice to meet you. My name is Brian. I've got a great idea for us. We're going to do a scavenger hunt separately. <laughs> Hey, meet me in the park. I'll yeah. be the one with the trench coat yeah. on the I'll be the one ready to touch you early and often. <laughs> a scavenger hunt separately. We're going to do a scavenger hunt yep. for the next three to four hours. And when we meet back up, I'm going to touch you. We'll know if we like each other. That's the way it goes. I'm not good with conversation. Matt Hussey told me, focus on something else besides you. Yeah. <laughs> the most ridiculous advice I've ever heard. You got to learn how to speak. That's just the way that it is. You got to yeah. learn how to hold a conversation. I'm sorry. There's, you know, there's no two ways about it, but yeah. you're going to have to learn how to speak. And, uh, you know, that's, that's it. the way it goes. That's the way it goes. All right. I think, you know, there's plenty more. We can, let's, we'll take it into another conversation. All on the different day thing. All long. day long. <laughs> Love that guy. He's my favorite. What's his name? Tony? Todd? Ken. Ken. Ken? Kenny? Kenny? Todd? <laughs> Tony? Teddy? Tommy? www.tcbpodcast is where you go to watch all the videos listen to all the audio episodes our entire library is there make sure you subscribe to our youtube channel follow us on instagram at the commercial break that's where you get exclusive content we don't provide anywhere else 
Uh, and it's just good. You can DM, DM us there. You can slide into our DMs at the slide commercial break, the and we will respond. I promise. I have been responding to everybody that's that's been communicating. Um, and four seven zero. 584-8449 is where you can text us or leave us a message if you'd like to be a part of our games episode uh, coming up later on in the month. And make sure you follow us on Clubhouse, if you have Clubhouse, at Brian Green, B-R-Y-A-N-G-R-E-E-N, at TCB Chrissy with a K-R-I-S-S-Y uh, to get notified about when we're going to be doing our bonus Clubhouse episode. I'm really excited about this. Me too. We're going to do it. It's going to be fun. Yeah, we're going to do it in the, in like the beginning or mid of middle of Let's March on a, on a weekend afternoon. So... Uh, make sure you do that uh, and and follow us. If you have Clubhouse, if you if you need an invite to Clubhouse, let us know. Yeah. Because we actually have a number of invites. I, I know. I've got a few. Yeah. We'd be happy to give them out. Yes. So we look forward to hearing from you. We look forward to joining you next time here on The Commercial Break. It's just been so much fun. It has. And make sure you go to patreon.com slash The Commercial Break. We would just love it if you would become a financial supporter of ours. It allows us to provide more content for you. Um, and that's it. That's the only goal is to free us up a little bit. So, we, you know, to yeah. do other things like uh, make content and and to touch early and often, touch early and often and <laughs> avoid you, you, avoid eye contact with you <laughs> to avoid conversation, <laughs> awkward pauses and touch early and often. You can't do that, Jackie Weaver. Jackie Weaver. You can't just go on a date and not talk Read to somebody. The Read the rules, Jackie Weaver. <laughs> Until next time. I love you. I love you. Bye. The Commercial Break Friday episode can now be found on Patreon at patreon.com slash the commercial break. New episodes are available on YouTube every Tuesday. Visit www.tcbpodcast.com for more information on all of our content. Follow us at the commercial break on Instagram or leave us a message at... 470-584-8449. The Commercial Break is written and produced by Brian Green. Co-hosted by Chrissy Hoadley. The Commercial Break. Tune it in and write it out.